If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? Information, information, I just need some information. I've been dying, I've been dying, is it lack of education? I've been reading, I've been reading without any transformation. I'm addicted, I'm addicted, is it overstimulation? Hey. Welcome to the success report. The success report. Hear ye, hear ye, come one, come all. You are listening to the Six Sense Report with Darnell Samuels. Joel Nicoloff. Uh So, Joel, you been getting a lot of sleep lately? No, man. Why not, man? <laughs> nah, I just got a six-year-old, or six-week-old, I should say. Six a, years. A, six, six weeks. Yeah, he grew up fast, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Six, a, a six-week-year-old. Well, congrats, bro. That's, uh, oh, man. Praise God. That's amazing, man. Yeah, man. It's exciting. And uh, consequently, I've been dealing with uh, this issue or at least looking at it like, what, what, what's this maternity leave all about? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so look, see, this guy, this anarcho-capitalist trying to take advantage of the system. Hey, man, <laughs> when, when, when the government's giving out handouts and I qualify, I'm going to take it. I paid for it through my taxes. So, right. Uh, hey, when it's coming back to me, I might as well put it back in my pocket. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's see. Let's take a look at uh <laughs> this this fatherhood thing in in regards to uh, paternity leave. So, the Globe and Mail released an article about in trying to get men to take paternity leave because they're not taking it. Right. So. The article was released. Sorry, one moment. Yeah, so it's called Seeking Balance as a Working Dad. Right? So we are really asking the question, why aren't fathers taking paternity leave? And what would you say? Well, I mean, my, my first thought is like, for me, my new job, they, they gave me a week paid right no why wouldn't i take it right but at the same time you know just depending on how things were going i was potentially contemplating saying like hey can i take three days now and and then you know take another day a week a a month later or whatnot because for the first week for the most part i'm spectating like yeah there's things i'm doing to help my wife but but i can't take care of the kid like eat sleep poop recycle like you know mm. well maybe rinse repeat but right but like you know how much of that am i taking care of okay i can change his diaper mm. i can't feed him mm-hmm. you know especially depending on how you're doing it i mean maybe bottle feeding is an option for for some families but if you're not doing that literally you know my job really for the first week was was what does my wife need mm-hmm. right T- doing everything i can to make sure she's getting enough sleep to make sure she gets food because like literally i can't do 90 percent of what the baby needs Mm -hmm. and so you know i just looking in my own context right um is there is there maybe a need for me to work a little bit less to help my wife sure fine but i mean the way ei works the way paternity leave works it's not like i can take a day every month and be like, oh yeah, I want to claim EI. Like, I mean, maybe it works that way, but I wouldn't expect it to. Mm-hmm. You know, generally, even even when you're on, you know, EI in general, there's lots of rules and regulations. You got to qualify certain ways. And I mean, even if what I'm saying is possible, I'm not taking the headache to try to figure it out. 
So, I mean, I know for me, looking at it in general, like for me to take a, a small portion of my paycheck, take a small portion of my wife's paycheck so that we can both be home, financially, it makes more sense for me to go to work, make a full paycheck, and her to make a portion of hers. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Because it says here that new Canadian dads, at least outside of Quebec, actually uh, do take time. So t- time off. So according to Statistics Canada, only 12% of recent fathers in Canada outside Quebec claimed or intended to claim parental leave benefits in 2015. So that's basically, that basically changed over a decade. The number was 11% in 2005. So one of the reasons why they were saying was um, there's a variety of reasons that fathers are reluctant, including a financial barrier, which is now perhaps more acute. The employment insurance stipend is, openly, is only 55% of a parent's salary. Now with the option to spread 12 months of assistance out over a year and a half. Yeah, so to, to be... You know, I looked into this a little bit too, right? Because I was trying to figure out if that was even an option for me and my child was born a little bit too soon for to qualify. But mm-hmm. still, looking it up, like basically you get under the, the, the normal system, you get um, six, like you get, um, what is it? 55% of your paycheck for 35 weeks mm-hmm. or you can change that to 33% of your paycheck over 61 weeks. The year and a month and a half is the time period you have to claim it. So, but the amount that you get is based on 35 weeks or 61 weeks at mm-hmm. 55% or 33%. Um, in essence, you're not changing the total dollars you're getting. You're just spreading it out over more time. Now, okay. I'm sure if you looked at your individual calculation, you'd probably be like, well, actually, it works out to be slightly different. Okay, fine. But it's probably within, you know, 100 bucks uh, if you do the calc. Um, and, and that's what it was working out when I was, I was just doing some quick math to see. So for, you know, motivations of like, why would we do this? Well, I mean, for the government, it's costing them the same dollars, but over time, it's an increased period of time. So in essence, it's actually from using the concept of time value of money, which means money today is more valuable than money tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Spreading the same dollars out over a longer period of time is more valuable to them. So they're, they're financially motivated to do this. If everyone adopted the, the longer period method, they would be better off financially because okay. they're spreading their payments out over a longer schedule. Okay. Um, so, I mean, is that the motivation behind the government? Who knows? I'm sure co- if, if this project cost more money, it would probably be more difficult for them to put it in. But because it costs the same money, but better time value of your money, um, there's a, it's to some extent a no brainer for them. Um, you know, in terms of the motivations between, I think it does make sense that if, because of the way maternity and paternity or paternity leave work in a combination mm-hmm. is it's the combined number of weeks, right? So if I took time off my, and I was at, in my current scenario, my wife's getting 35 weeks paid every week that I take off reduces that by a week. Okay. So if I took five weeks, she only gets 30 weeks. Okay. And so now if I'm reducing 61 by one or two weeks, it's not as marginal of an impact. It actually makes more sense, you know, from a time period perspective. Um, 
for, for in essence, it, the opportunity cost of the father taking time off is lower. Okay, so it says here that the federal government confirmed an election promise. Starting December 3rd, parents will be entitled to up to 18 months paid leave after the birth of a child. The aim is to encourage more dads to take leave. Yeah, to take leave. You know what the crazy part is? Dude, I've heard about this mat leave change, all that stuff. You're the one who introduced me to the paternity side of it, like the father side of it. Really? I had no idea that was motivation at all. Really? And again, I avoid mainstream media like the plague. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't get the news. I just don't hear it from yeah. CBC. Yeah, you hear it from the Sixth Sense Report. Check it, check it. Um, so, you know, when I, when I think about this issue, like, I was like, cool, that makes sense. Like, oh, it's promoting mothers to, to stay you know, with their child longer, not forcing them back into the workforce because going down to one income with no supplement from the government, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, when you're kind of getting in that range between like where one income is like approaching middle class, you, you almost start to qualify for minimal to no government assistance. And so for families that are in that scenario where, you know, when you're making, I'm, I'm kind of ballparking, but let's say over 55,000 getting for one income, you know, your the amount of childcare benefit that you're getting from the government is almost not enough to keep the other spouse out of the workforce. Like you, you're you're in almost a a no brainer. Like okay, we got to start doing daycare. We got whereas if you're getting that, you know, for a year and a half, it allows for me the way as I said, I wasn't looking at this as motivating the father at all. I looked at it like, oh, this is promoting the mother being with the child for a longer period of time. And the reason why I potentially had that mindset is um, I was listening to this guy, Jordan Peterson. I, I believe I could be getting the- Yes, person, Jordan. Quoting it wrong. But he said that we might actually be putting women back in the workforce too early because for the first three years of a child's life, their mother acts as the central nervous system. Whoa. That, that's deep. You got to bring it back to the surface. This world's a masquerade. It's a three-ring circus. So the, the crazy part is what, where he took it next, I didn't even expect. Where he took it next was that it's actually more traumatic for the mother. Because for the child, they can actually, you know, supplement with the grandma or, you know, the grandfather or uh, an aunt. Or, you know, there's, there's other, it's easier for them to kind of get a relative to, to, to replace that role. But that bond the mother has had in that short period of time. Now, again, listener, don't feel guilty if you're in a scenario where you got to go back to work. Like, mm-hmm. but it's also be aware that maybe that's the trauma. Like maybe that's some of the struggle you're having. It's like, oh, wait, it's because of, you know, I used to spend so much time with this human that I have such a crazy bond with that now I'm being, you know, to some extent ripped apart from it because Mm -hmm. you used to spend every hour of every day, especially when you look at the context of breastfeeding, right? Like the kid needs you within pretty much anywhere from an hour and a half to every three hours, right? Like you put them down for less than a couple hours. So, you know, versus going to being separated for extended amount of hours. But so bringing it back to the other side of it, though, it's that essentially for the child, their emotional response to things is directed by the people around them. I mean, just look at it. How many parents, when their kid does something that's semi-painful, 
You pretend like it wasn't a big deal so they don't cry. Mm-hmm. Because they're looking at whether they should be upset or sad or happy from you. Mm-hmm. Like I can remember my my nephews like literally tumbling down the stairs and like landing perfectly. And I was like celebrating because I knew if I was like, oh my goodness, you almost died, he'd mm-hmm. be bawling his eyes out. Mm-hmm. But that's like, a good point. That's a good point. You know, where but it's all based on again, coming back to this central nervous system thing, mm-hmm. right? Like the child doesn't have that cognitive ability even. Right, they're mm-hmm. they're learning everything. They're. I heard someone else say it's kind of crazy. Like humans are the only species that come out of the womb dependent, mm-hmm. in the sense that they can't feed themselves. Like, okay, yes, you know, dogs or or whatever, they go to their mother and milk, but they can walk to the mother to milk. Mm-hmm. The baby's gonna sit there crying until you pick them up to feed them. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, that's excellent. So, you know, coming to this scenario, like, okay, you're trying to promote father staying home. Mm-hmm. That, that appears based on what you're telling me, based on this article, that was one of the motivations. And also kind of promoting gender equality, right? So did they, did, was there anything just... in the article that said that or are you kind of interpreting it? No, 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 no. Uh, really looking at gender roles and how... Uh, they're unfolding in regards to the partnership between the mom and the dad. And, uh, right? So like, okay, well, you know, moms so you're saying- can go to... Well, 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 well yes, j- just generally, but also uh, financially. So they were, they were kind of saying like, okay, well, there was a point where men were making more than women, but now we've gotten to the point where women are making more than men. At times. Uh, well, 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 well that, that, that's where the trend is going. Um, so I guess there's like almost like one day it'll be Just a don't reverse. ask the White House about well, that. Well, I mean, there might be a, a reverse wage gap between men and women again, right? So, uh, man, you, you're definitely getting some feedback on that one. <laughs> no, um. no, but but <laughs> hey, no, this is this this is this is what the article is saying that women are making more than men now. So, so it's, it's more financially viable for the man to stay home, right? Right. So, right. So, because if it comes down, like you're saying, it, it comes down to money. One, it comes down to money, but also um, the maternal instinct of a, of a mother, right? Come compared to a dad or maybe, or maybe you don't need a mom. Maybe we don't need moms. We just need dads. And formula. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You just need, you just need, you need dads and, for, and formula. So, so there, it, so, so there's still um, like a political um, theme going in regards to um fathers being being able uh to stay home and then the mom go back to work um because i, I you know i i know women who can't wait to leave their kid so yeah like you go back to work you mean yeah yeah and i mean you know no no nothing against that right like i mean you know i'm assuming at the same time they don't it's not like they want to stop being a mom they right. just want to be a mom and they want to have a job which you know if you love your work like i get it Right? Like, mm-hmm. I love going to work every day. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who can't say that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's days that I hated going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, duh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called work for a reason. It ain't mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. Right? But the point I'm trying to make is that for, for a mom to to want to get back to, to doing that thing that they feel really productive at, I get it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I, if, if you're, at the same time, I would say, like, if you don't want to be a mom, mm-hmm in the sense of like the commitment mm-hmm. then don't have a kid 
right? Like yeah. that's not the time and place. Yeah. Like you know, or or, or just tell dad to to daddy daycare. Tell pops to stay home. Well, I'm yeah. I mean, you can't necessarily do that too soon, right? That's kind of my point. Like you know, mom's got to take some time. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I think the thing that kind of balanced to me is like, do we have any reason to believe this is a good idea? Right. Like you were talking about gender roles. Mm-hmm. This idea of equality of roles, equality of like, you know, women working, having the ability to work versus not like, you know, that stuff. Like, who do we have any reason to indicate that it's actually better? Like, do we have data besides it sounds good that mm-hmm. that women should be able to go to work and men should stay home mm-hmm. or that, you know, fathers should stay home for extended periods of time? Like, do do we have any? Have anything, like, statistically speaking, like, you know, let me ask some simple questions. Is the family better off? Is the child's development better off? Right? Do we, do we have anything to support doing this? Well, right? well, the only thing I have to support is, like, I always had more fun hanging out with my dad than my mom. Yeah, but that wasn't at a baby age. Like, you weren't, uh, you don't remember hanging out with pops at a year. No. No, I don't think I do. But. Right? And, and I would say I'm presuming for a lot of there's a, probably a lot of boys that say I had more fun hanging out with mom. There's mm. a lot of girls that said mom. There's a lot of girls that yeah. say dad. Like, I mean, it, I think yeah. it all depends on the characteristics of yeah. everybody involved. But, well, because what you're saying, Joel, is pretty controversial to me. Because I, 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 did, I wouldn't expect you to say that. Um, I guess I, something I, I've never really thought about, but I would just generally accepted like, okay, well, if the mom gets time off to kick it with the kid, why can't the dad? Because I mean, it's, it's you know, you know, you went half on a baby, you know, so it's yours too. So you know, you want to spend time with your son or daughter, um, and oh, during that early stage of bonding, absolutely, man. Like, I, you know, coming home, like, literally, the first thing is like, okay, Jenna, give me the kid. Mm-hmm. You you go whatever you want to do, like, go take a nap, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. give me the baby as long mm-hmm. as you're not, you know, breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of it, I'm literally mm. stealing the kid from you. Why? Because mm. I want to hang out with my kid, right? Mm. Like, so at the same time, I would say like, you do get the time. You do get, you know, father, son or father, daughter time. Um, it's just not in the same quantity. And so the question be, that I'm posing is like, is equal time together actually productive? Right. Okay. Okay, well, okay, this is my problem with this article. Okay. And I, I thought it was getting kind of fishy. So, <laughs> so it started, like, it was giving examples of these wonderful men who get to stay home and kick it with their kids. And I realized, yo, these guys got good jobs. Right? So well, let me just, just read off real quickly. So, I'm, so there is... Uh, Chris Farley Ratcliffe, who's 42 years old, and he, uh, he works for the provincial government. And then there's Michael Kuzden. Uh, he's a Toronto marketing manager. And then there's Samir Basaria, is an environmental scientist for the federal government. Then there's Spencer Callahan, who's 41, and he is a communications manager in Ottawa. And then there's a 31-year-old uh, who is a manager at Wealth Simple, a Toronto-based online investigating investment uh, man- and, sorry, an investment manager. 
He's a general manager. Right? And then, right? So, so but his company went from, what was it like? Oh, they're 10, blowing up. I see them all over people. my Facebook right. you know, ads all the time. Right. right. So, 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 so his company went from like 10 people to 150 people. So, so these are the examples of men that get to stay home with their kids. But what about the brother who has to, you know, work at a factory for minimum hours wage? A day. Right, right, for minimum wage. Right? It, 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 it's good to have this article and say, oh, well, you know, good men want to stay home with their kid. But yeah, but also, you know, there's also good men who don't have good jobs. Who can't afford it. Who can't afford it. But the way this article was, I was just like, wait a minute, man, I'm, shoot, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where you have to be like, okay, well, what are you guys, what agenda is really being pushed or coming out through this? Because these don't seem like normal people jobs. Well, I think the, the I would say it's a shortfall of the article that they don't, they, the, all of their examples are people who clearly could afford to take two months off, even if they didn't, they, potentially these, I bet you, I'm, I'm sure purely speculating. But I would bet that these guys probably had a month banked vacation. They probably took the second month unpaid and didn't take paternity leave because it made more sense to give their wife longer time of the, mm. the mat leave. Mm. So, I mean, again, I'm speculating. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe mm. every single one of these examples elected for the, the pat leave. Mm. But I doubt it. I highly doubt it because listing off the types of jobs you know, they all seem to be probably cracking six digits, if not really close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, if you make that much money and you and your wife both worked before having a kid, I mean, I know the one guy ha- is having a second kid. So, you know, whether or not his wife's working or not is, is unknown. Um, but, but if both of you are working and one of you is making six digits, the ability to afford taking a couple months off, assuming your employer can make it work. Mm-hmm is you should be able to do it. Assuming you're not stretching yourself thin financially where your, you know, mortgage payments are 50 plus percent of your income, mm-hmm. you know, where you can afford to take more time off when you're making, you know, family income of 150,000 plus potentially. Right, right. Obviously, even if you're going one of those to a, a, a maternity leave and one of those to, to just extended time off. Right, right. Because at some point you really have to wrestle with well, well, every family has to wrestle with what does that look like in regards to, you know, now that the baby's here, mom goes back, dad can't afford to stay home. The, I guess daycare. Well, you know what I mean? daycare is an, int- you know, it's funny is like when I was looking this up, because I was trying to find some more stuff on the 18 month leave. And because as I said, when you told me about it, I was like, what? Father's side of things? Dude, there's, there was a guy from the Ontario Coalition for Better Child Care on CTV who was talking about, like, he's got three kids, two, four, six or something. It's like $30,000 a year out of pocket for, for daycare because at least two kids are in daycare at a time. And I'm like, the amount of times it came out of his mouth was like, we want better access to cheaper regulated daycare. What does that mean? government certified meet certain standards like well guess what there's articles out there telling you the reason why childcare is so darn expensive is government regulation like out the like just beyond excessive 
mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, if you want to have a childcare thing, you and I don't know if this is true, but I'm just an example of of a potential regulation. Oh, you need to be wheelchair accessible because you're a business, and in Ontario, to get certified now, you have to be accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, guess what? I'm not. Gonna, I don't have any customers that that have that need. Mm-hmm. Well, but in case you have that need, you need to make sure. Right. So now you have to have a separate access. Oh, guess what? Your kitchen has to have this level of uh, allergy-free certification. Well, guess what? That costs money, right? Versus like, think about back in the day, how many home daycare scenarios existed, right? Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be concerned about the safety of our children. I'm just saying like, why do we default that government's the best place to resolve that? Well, part of well, part of the reason is that for some of us who are younger, like us, like we can't fathom a time where that wasn't where, where that was not the case. Because like the government has always been there; we've always been in the system. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So to ask somebody to think about life apart from government, deeply entrenched in everything. Right, it's 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 unfathomable because you can't. Yeah. It's like it's like a fish in water. You ask a fish, "What does wet feel like?" Yeah, like right? well, I mean, my when you say all that, my thought goes to like think to like we can't even try to fathom what it would have been like in the early 1900s when they were saying, "Oh, hey, we want to give you an income tax of three percent," right? So we can start providing X, Y, and Z. You look at today, right? Like government budget is just ballooning constantly adding more and more it's all like you know i just saw this thing on facebook oh the city of mississauga has approved an increase of two million dollars in services in their budget no 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 they increased their budget by two million bucks telling me it's worth two million dollars worth of services is just you putting a spin on it that that you're giving me more services but reality is you're just telling me you're spending more money and unfortunately, the government motivation from an incentive structure perspective is grow your budget. Okay. There, there's, no, there's no motivation for you know, a, a government organization to suggest, hey, let's, we need to do this more efficiently, otherwise we're going to disappear. Like it, just, it doesn't exist. I mean, the Socialism was destroyed from an argumentative perspective because it was um, Mises, essentially, Ludwig von Mises put together this thing called the calculation problem, suggesting that it's not just the ability to allocate resources for an individual manager. It's about allocation of resources within industries. So the entrepreneurial level, whether it's investment, into a particular industry. So now, let me apply that to government. In the city of Mississauga, if they've been offering a service for the last 50 years, the ability for them to identify at the appropriate time that is no longer a f- appropriate and they need to move the money out of that resource mm-hmm. is way beyond what an entrepreneur that has to think about their profits would. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm kind of going on the anti-government right no rant, no but- that, okay so but it's very interesting no it, it's it's a good point you're bringing up so just generally or specifically i should say are you for paternity leave as as government's involvement i would ask a more fundamental question and that would be am i for government ei 
No. Uh-oh. I, I think it should be private market. Dude, go do some research on how much money the government makes on EI. It's mm. actually a pot, a money but pot. It's funny because nobody ever says paternity leave or mat leave is EI. It is, but we don't. T- but, but I know we, we don't, don't talk, talk about. It. But we don't. But it's almost just like, hey, this is great. Time off with your kid. It's but it's it's essentially but maybe EI. But, but maybe you should have planned ahead. You know to know that you were having a kid to put some money aside so when it comes time you could stay home with your kid. Or you, did. you put it in EI apparently. Right. 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 Or, or 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 you ask grandma or grandpa. Uh, to you know, tap into their um, their yeah. you know their motherly and fatherly skills to come and help you. Well, raise and, a kid. and I mean, I could go on a you know free market solution rant, but I don't necessarily have the time for that. But right. I would say, like, in simplest terms, right? Like, could we have free market EI, cheaper, but also actually providing mat leave? Yeah, because guess what? Bunch of people might say, you know what? I want to I want to buy into this particular company because they offer mat leave. At the same rate, right? So a husband and wife are going to buy the same EI policy, qualify for mat leave, even though she's going to use more EI than he is because of that extended time period that she's going to be off. Or, you know, we have EI plus they have a, you know, that particular company has a charitable donation side of their operation where they provide services financially to mothers who qualify. But we've boxed that out by saying, oh, no, only the government can do this. Mm-hmm. Government EI is the only option available to you for your first $50,000 of income. Right. Okay. The, so. Okay. And now we pose the question to you, the listener. What do you guys think? Are you guys okay with uh, uh, paternity leave for the ladies? Are you okay with, with your husband staying home? Are, are you okay with government assistance? What's your two cents on What's all two the, cents? the two cents that we put forward? Right. Send us a voicemail. <laughs> One minute long. Email us at uh, sixcentsreport at gmail.com or, or inbox us on Facebook, Twitter. Or, or if you really want to, just put it out there and public on our, on our wall. Most other people can see it too, but... Right. That's fine. Let, give me your two cents. Yeah. That was Joel's two cents. That was Darnell's two cents. <laughs> Can't wait to hear your two cents. But you heard me? Does that make sense?